and we are live we are live we are live we're live hey guys welcome to the superhero cuts podcast it's your favorite host stevie hayes oh my gosh i forgot to change our background dude i gotta add yeah i was like damn i'm tripping bro i got the a whole other background that i that i made but welcome to the superhero cuts podcast it's your boy stevie hayes joined by the usual co-host comic cuts bro how you doing homie I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It, it's a big day for the DCU. How are you? Yes. Oh, man. You know, I'm happy, man. I'm I'm excited to talk about this whole Superman stuff and break it down with you. It's a yeah. good day to be a Superman fan. Um, I also want to say this. Uh, shout out to all of our subscribers. We just hit, we're at, I think we're at 682 subs. Um, the super. It's funny because I posted a Superman video um, Yet, like earlier today, four hour, eight hours ago, and it's at 210 views. But it's wild because obviously, I was talking about the rumors of another Lois Lane, Emma Mackey. And, uh, and it's funny how today, you know, we get announced that we get this announcement that, you know, there's a whole casting. So a lot of people are commenting, like, yo, uh, wrong Lois Lane. Yeah, okay, I know, dude. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I made this last night, all right, when it was still in the air. So, but <clears throat> all in all, it's all good news, man. Um, shout out to all the, shout out to our viewership and everybody. Okay, so let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about the Superman legacy casting. So, Rachel Brosnan is cast as Lois Lane, and David Cornsweet is cast as Superman. Um, how do you feel about that? What, what, what was your opinion? What was your reaction when you first saw it? You know, I can't say I'm too familiar with these actors. And first of all, I think that's a plus. Uh, you know, I think that, like, when there are these major roles like this, you don't want an actor that is already established. We've seen this with Marvel. We've seen this with Star Wars. We've seen this with James Bond. And I think that the reason you don't want an actor that's already, you know, so well known is it's harder for audiences to see that actor in the role because they immediately think of another role that that actor did such a good job playing. Uh, so e easier to start from zero. Let, let's call it that. Um, you know, I think David Corn Sweat, like it, it, you'd be hard pressed to find a more accurate looking Superman. I mean, the guy looks like he is straight out of the comic books. It's crazy. And, you know, I did see a picture of, Rachel Brosnan, uh, I, I'm going to call it Brosnan. I think that's the way you pronounce it. I think it's just spelled a little differently than my guy, Pierce Brosnan. My, that's At first, I thought that was his daughter, and I was like, well, hold up. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's not. It's not. No, yeah, yeah. No, it's spelled differently. Um, but, uh, you know, I saw a picture of her next to a screen grab of Lois Lane from the comics, and that looked identical also. It's crazy. Um, you know, listen, it seems like people online were saying for Rachel Brosnan that like you couldn't find a more perfect Lois Lane. I haven't seen her in anything. Uh, I, I saw a couple people say that. So I think that's a good sign. And like I always say, I have faith in James Gunn. I believe in him. The guy knows what he's doing. Um, and if these are the people he's picked to be in Superman legacy, uh, I I'm behind him. Yeah, we're in a superhero group chat where we talk about casting and stuff. And one of our one of our friends in it, Lewis was vouching for Rachel Brosnan super hard. So if he likes her, then I then we'll probably love her as well because he has the same views as us. Um, I haven't seen any projects that Brosnan is in. 
Um, I did I did start Hollywood, so I got to finish it. Um, very interesting show. I'll say that to say the least, but um, yeah, very interesting show. Yeah, it wasn't for me. You know, I thought it was going to be something else. Yeah, um, it, but, it definitely yeah. reaches a certain, um, a certain, uh, you know, type of type of certain type of, of fandom for sure. But it's all right. But like, I can, but I can see where Corn Sweat, you know, like I see like there's certain mannerisms that he has, the way he looks. Like this kid, I'm like this kid is just Superman. Like there's no other way to put it. Yeah. And um, I I might be very remiss to say he like as in looks, he's more accurate than Cavill. Like this this kid is. Bro, and bro, do you know he's six four? Damn, I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, he doesn't look tall, but he's six four, bro. Yeah, yeah. Damn. You know, uh, like I think that this is gonna be crazy. And you know, I hope down the line we see like if they're still doing cameos, which I hope they're not. I hope that like, you know, three Superman movies in. We could see a Henry Cavill cameo and see that come full circle. But for right now, I, I don't think that it's in anyone's best interest to be really, you know, propping him up against Henry Cavill. Bro, this dude's 29 years old. Yeah. 29. Damn. He's young, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I would make Henry Cavill a Joro, but that's just me. That'll be fire. Right. But, um, so. <clears throat> Well, it's interesting that he's 29 because, you know, I think that people were expecting the actor to be 2021, 20, you know, but Hollywood always casts older and plays them younger. That yeah, 29 is a good age. 29 is yeah. a great age because this guy, in 10 years, he'll only be third, like what, 40, 39? I mean, that's right. young, right. man. Right. And so, you know, you're going to have a lot of time to age the, the character through. And as he gets older, he's still going to look younger. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a perfect situation, even with a Brosnan. I mean, and plus, he, he, here's the catch that makes it even better. Them two have acted in previous projects. So they already have. And that's the one, one of the reasons why they got casted, bros, because they already have chemistry together. So this is like this is like a perfect casting, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And like and, you know, this is remiss to like and this is giving me like I feel like this is when like, no. Thank God that they're not getting a lot of hate. You know, I was looking online and I saw a comment that said, you know, this guy looks good, but we, we everyone knows that we all want Henry Cavill back. And then someone and then some, someone commented, they said, you mean the guy that snapped Zod's neck? <laughs> like, you know, like, but so like, <laughs> right? so I was laughing, right? But, but to me, that's a good sign that fandom is actually accepting these characters, even if it takes, you know, Putting some harsh realities about Cavill Superman, even though you know, I mean, I love, I think, I think Man of Steel is one of the greatest superhero films of all time. Me and you can both uh, attest to how great that film is. But I am happy that fandom is like because we, we all remember when 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 Pattinson first got casted, the hate for that man was on another level. And so to see that you know fans aren't too angry about Corn Sweat, they're like, this is a like James Gunn, this is a great casting. And I was even looking on. Twitter at some of the some of the, the the dudes that I follow and uh this guy that I really want to have on the show he's been doing Marvel podcasts for over like twenty years his name is or for over like fifteen years his name is Paul Herman you gotta you gotta follow him on Instagram he, he actually has a he actually has a YouTube called Comic Binge oh, and shit. all they talk is comics yeah I and him and I are actually friends on uh, Facebook as well but yeah follow him on 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 uh YouTube Comic Binge all they talk about is straight comics but. One, but one of the things that he said is that he said, number one, this is, a, this is, <clears throat> I'll send it to you. 
But you said number one, this is this is a great casting, and number two, at the end at the end of the day, I trust James Gunn, and I think that's where we all are as fans because James Gunn James Gunn studied the material. He grew up with the comic books, and he's a nerd just like us. And you know, um, and after watching that Rosenbaum interview, it just shows that James Gunn, like he really like he treats the content like the greats should. He treats the content like it's his. You know, he treats it with care and he follows by the source. And when you look at these castings of Rachel Brosnan and David Cornsweet, you couldn't have casted a better group of people. Yeah. You and I both know that. Um, now, and, sorry, Bushim. No, I was Go gonna ahead. say, and, and you know what? Like, I also think that for the DCU to start off with Superman Legacy, and this movie looks bright, it looks colorful, and as much as I you know, I'm a Batman guy. I think it's smart because you're going to see a different tone from DC that people really haven't seen in a really long time. I mean, back to the original Richard Donner Superman movies, there hasn't been anything like this. And yeah. I think it's smart for James Gunn. Rip off the Band-Aid. It's a new day. It's a new era. Uh, and, you know, let people know that things are going to be different. Yeah, I agree because I mean even Superman Returns was kind of a dark film, you know? Like it was like even like even the the, the color grading was dark. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this is going to be a whole new and like like I am viewing this as like Christopher Reeve Superman but just like a hold on one second. Sorry, my dog is trying to bite my freaking wires. But um I I view this as like Christopher Reeves just like a 2023, you know, updated version of him. And I think there there's going to be better adaptations of superman as well um i think he's gonna be very naive of of giving everyone a chance like that's the kind of superman that i would want to see you know and the type of superman that i would want to see you know corn sweat grow into <clears throat> over the next oh. 10 years um one of one of in um let me just read you a uh quote of what corn sweat said about his superman casting all right he said this my pie in the sky am Ambition is definitely to play Superman. I love Henry Cavill's dark and gritty take, but I would love to see the, the next one very bright and optimistic. Wow. He nailed it. I mean, you couldn't have a more perfect statement. He's showing respect. You know, he, he's saying he loves Henry Cavill, but he's like, you know, I'm trying to do something different. And, and he has to because not, he has yeah. to because if he went if James Gunn went dark and gritty like man because man is still was also a very dark tone as well um yeah. if if he went that dark and gritty route we would just be comparing him to Henry Cavill because he looks like Henry Cavill um he literally look, look like if Henry Cavill had a son it would be David Cornsweet legit I mean so I remember like what I mean when you watch a Man of Steel for the first time in theaters. Remember watching <clears throat> the John Kent death, the snapping of Zod's neck. Like that movie was dark and uh, for a Superman movie, you know. And, and listen, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, this it was is good for his time. It's going to be very different. Exactly, and that's and I mean that was just Zack Snyder. Zack Zack Snyder is a very dark, you know, mm -hmm. like to, like he's a very violent type of director, which why I'm excited to see Rebel Moon because with yeah. Netflix, he legit can do whatever he wants, like as yeah. in like graphics. It's definitely gonna be a rated R. Um, and you know he's uh, earned film. carte blanche. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy that like everyone is still talking about <clears throat> Zack Snyder. You know, we haven't seen a Zack Snyder movie. 
in two years and that movie was supposed to come out years prior and obviously all this situation but you know Zack Snyder is one of the all-time greats and and he always will be um you know but so is James Gunn yeah it's still crazy that Lucasfilm literally turned down his film wild yeah it's sorry but you know we're in a time where the greats are all making movies now like this this genre is the hottest thing the comic book movie director title i mean there's a couple of them that are just heavy hitters that are putting banger and banger and people are paying close attention to them and know their names um but it's still pretty crazy with the Zack snyder piece because there's no other comic book movie where the director's name is in the title that's a feat in and of itself and you know i hope that snyder fans come around to the new age of the dcu um you know and realize listen if you're one of them like i'm a snyder fan too but you got to realize number one zach snyder he took a contract with netflix they don't have the option to restore the snyderverse right now and you sealed that fate of not happening which we talked about last week when you started boycotting all the DCEU movies, because all these movies are the closest things they ever put out to Zack Snyder. The Flash is still part of that lineage. Um, But either way, I think whether you're a Snyder fan, you're a Snyder hater, I I don't care who you are, what you like, what you don't like. I think that when Superman Legacy comes out, and it is the talk of the internet, you're going to be hard-pressed to not see that yeah. movie. And when you see that movie, you're going to like that movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll be Whether honest. This might be the not. greatest super, This might be the greatest Superman film of all time. I'm, I ain't going to lie. I mean, we have... I think we, it will be. Yeah, I we have yet to see, like, because as as much as I love Man of Steel, as I said, to death, Me Superman too. Legacy has the feat to be the greatest film, of like, the greatest Superman film that we'll ever see. Um, and it is, And it is because you have a man like James Gunn who is going to hold the fantasy of DC as equal as the practicality as 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 much as the practicality of DC and it also seems like James Gunn is going to dive deep into the character of Superman which i think is something that we don't see enough of you know i think that we see a lot of action feats and a lot and you know and let me just let me just cook every director who who has made a past superman film the easiest way to write Superman is to write or it's to write around his depression of his parents or his love life. That is the easy way to write Superman. You could easily make a movie writing around those things. The fact that James Gunn is actually um, making making a project about Superman trying to adapt as a alien, trying to save people and trying to figure it out. That is a hard film to write. You and I both know. That that is not a that 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 is a very different portrayal than we have seen uh before, and so as a, I am very excited to see how that's going to stop. Don't bite on that. See, dog, this dog is insane. Um, but yeah, I am I'm very excited to see how this is going to work, and I am just I am all in on corn sweat. I can't I like the same way they released the the same way Matt Reeves released the Batman test screening. I I, I hope that we at least get a shot at the test screening. Oh, Even if it's not the official costume, like 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 uh, remember remember when when they uh released the uh photos of Cavill in a Reeves suit? I hope that we get something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think that they probably will because my take is 
you know, I'm sure they're concerned about the box office numbers from the beginning. Um, you know, listen, and I don't, I don't know that this is going to be a box office uh, like banger, you know, and, and and I say that because it's a new era for the DCU. You know, people haven't seen this Superman yet. It's not a sequel or a trilogy uh, at, at this point. And I think that, you know, they saw how big of a deal that, those that test screening was and the early trailer from DC fandom on the Batman success. And I think that they're going to try to take some of the blueprint of what they did to hype up the Batman into Superman legacy. And I think that yeah. would be smart. Yeah. They just have to make a really good trailer. Um, Cause even with like the Batman, there wasn't really a lot of trailers, but when, but when that fight scene was released, everyone went nuts. Remember that on vengeance. Yeah. 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 Every every fan lost their mind, including me. I lost my mind. I was actually at I was actually at Bonchon when that when that uh when that oh, uh shit. first came out. It, it was uh one of my friend's birthdays. He broke his foot. We ended up going to Bonchon, and literally at uh DC Fandom, it came out, and I was literally like crying. Like oh my god, yeah. One of the, well, and that, that's probably one of the greatest Batman teasers of all time. Yeah, yeah. So, Easily. um, so yeah, man. <clears throat> I think you're man. Lacey, I can see the movie doing it for like 400 million around that, that number, 500 mil. I don't see it being a billion dollar movie. Um, yeah. I, I, I see this playing like a kind of like an Iron Man one being the catalyst, you know, to uh, right. to to uh, to the, the, these other films, which which I think is needed. I, I think, you know, it's going to be a good win for DC. And but it's all about the trailers and how they promote it and how we see the art and how we see how, how we see the stills and all that jazz. I think that's what yeah. really matters. And. Knowing James Gunn, he's going to know the suit. Like he's 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 built for this stuff, right? He's good with costumes and suits. Like this is James right. Gunn's thing, right? So, right. I don't think okay. he's gonna yeah. do the trunks. I think he is, man. I love the trunks, though. I hate them. They're not <laughs> even trunks, man. They're underwear. Trunks are. Like I mean, shorts. I mean, is it trunk or is it just painted like over his like m- m- middle region? You know. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really view them as trunks necessarily, because I, because I, it's it's it, it, it's a part of the suit. It's not like it's like separately put on, right? But it 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 is the shape of underwear. You know he's going to, you know he's going to do the trunks. It's James Gunn we're talking about, bro. But, but James Gunn did such a good job with like the style of the costumes in Guardians. It's, it's still gonna be a dope costume, movie. trunks or not, bro. Like like I I think I think he. People are going to be shocked. I think this suit is going to be a very tr- traditional. I, I don't think it's going to be extra at all. Like we got, like we got, like 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 the Man of Steel suit, which I don't think is is the best suit. I like it, but that suit was very like poppy. I don't think it's going to be like that at all. Oh, I thought the Cavill suit all the way through was fire. Like especially in, I, I, I think it's fire, movie. but. Yo, yeah, I think it's fire, but 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 I'm saying like James Gunn is going hella traditional, like right, right. That but th- that's what was so cool about that one. Like it wasn't traditional. It had the texture to it. It had the pop. Like that shit had all the flair, and it wasn't like traditional. It was cool. It was edgy. Yeah, I like the Justice League one. Yeah, the black. Well, 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 no, no, the one from um, what's his name? Joss uh, Whedon, the Joss the. Whedon. Yeah. The the lighter blue, yeah. I like that yeah way I'm more. Pull that off. I gotta take a look. Yeah, at that. that's probably my favorite Superman suit of all time. 
Because though, cause, I mean, the black suit is automatically a cheat code. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like his suit in a BVS was was like a little too dark. He just looks so weird in in the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop. Yeah, don't don't look at his face. Just right. look at the suit. The suit's awesome though. That yeah, I think the that's suit, the best the one. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say it's the best one. I would. I actually would argue that the Black Adam one was better than this. Okay, I can agree to that. I mean, it's basically the same thing, but no, the Black Adam one was a uh, more metallic. I have to take a look into that. Yeah, I hate that they even released that freaking movie because <sighs> it, it all, the whole fandom was excited, and then it just was yeah, like a wild yeah. time. That, it, like it, you it, knew the dude was forty, just don't 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 do it. Okay, so now we're going to talk about James Gunn again because he talked about Batman. Somebody in the comments asked him, like, now that you cast Superman, where you at with the Batman casting? And basically, to make a long story short, he just said that we are a time away. From getting a Batman casting, and obviously with common sense, right? He's obviously a time away because he's working on Superman Legacy. We probably won't start getting Batman news until Superman Legacy is finished, which is sometime next year. Um, we'll probably get a casting for a Batman. Um, are you happy that James Gunn hasn't tried to cast Batman yet? That he's kind of like taking his time with everything. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you why. As much as I would love to know who the DCU Batman is, I think he's waiting on the script being written before casting the Batman and I think he's been focusing so hard on Superman legacy uh, that listen, you know, he's not rushing these things. These things take time. We all want to know right away. And like the stuff is being made and I hate the phrase, but like let him cook, let him take his time. You just went mute. Dude, I hope it's Jensen Knackles, man. I, I've been I've been Me saying too. that. A lot of people, but there, there were some people on uh, TikTok that I saw when we posted our TikTok. We were um, simping over Jensen Knackles. There were some there were some people that don't want Jensen Knackles to play uh, to play uh, Batman, and maybe and some of the reasons why was was because they want him to keep playing Soldier Boy, which is the role that he plays in the show. Uh, the the boys, but I'll be honest, guys. I think that Jensen Knackles is the best guy to play Batman. As I said, because, and I said this in the last uh, video, I think Jensen Ackles is the perfect age, early 40s. He's still in his prime body. Um, I think Ackles is like, and he's such a great actor, man. He will be so perfect for that he role, man. Kill it as Bruce and as Batman. And like, don't get me wrong, I love the boys, <clears throat> but you cannot tell me that you're prioritizing an actor like that in the boys. Exactly. And this would be, and this would be his first big movie role. Cause I mean, he, he, he was in, you know, he was in supernatural, which is a really big show. So, I mean, he's already famous, but like he already voices the Batman in the animated and the voice is super dope. So why not, you know, go and just yeah, yeah. freaking be like in the movies. I, I think that would be like perfect, bro. Yeah. So we'll see. 100%. Man. And, and like, you know, people are like, Oh, you got to negotiate, which yes. But a guy like that, oh come on, he's perfect for it, and he would take it. You gotta. These are like, kind of like what David Corn Sweat said. These, it's the pie in the sky ambition for him. It's the, it's the role of a lifetime. Like, you, you, you're at the negotiating table for this. You make it happen. You know, I agree. It's like the ultimate casting you can get as an actor. Yeah, because you're going to get a bag number one. 
and like you, you're you're gonna like the fandom is gonna be insane. Yeah, um, you're an instant world superstar. Like you're up there with the greats. You'll you will be an actor and getting a list roles for the rest of your life. Period. Yeah, I agree. And also, just want to say this because I, I I do see this around. So I want to make one thing perfectly clear. Okay, Ben Affleck is the most comic accurate looking Batman that we've ever seen ever. He Ben Affleck is the most comic accurate looking Bruce Wayne and the most com comic accurate looking Batman body frame and and all the suit and everything. He was so accurate, but his acting and direction was terrible as Batman. So let's just so so let's just so let's just make sure that. I huh? I disagree. I think Ben Affleck was a great Batman. How? But how can we say he's a great Batman when we never got a Batman solo film? But um, but I but he's I do. In what we saw, you, you know, like listen, well, bro, 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 bro. Batman solo. To ben Affleck's movie. Batman though is already made because we see him at he's old Batman. So let's not get let's not get started. But I but I I just. I just want to put it out there, man, that yes, Ben Affleck, is a, he looks the best out of everyone. You know, I wasn't a big fan of the suit. He still, even with the freaking goggles, like, like that, that suit was annoying. But oh, I, I do, but I do think that he, like, looked the most accurate. Um, and, but yeah, as I said, guys, Patterson is going to cook, and he's going to be the greatest Batman. He already is the greatest Batman of all time, in my opinion. Um, I know that may come across mad, but who cares? Screw, yo, screw Christian Bell. He sucks, man. The worst oh. Batman of all time. The Dark Knight is one of the worst superhero films ever. Um, note you that. Said you put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I have changed my opinion. I, 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 I do think the movie is great, but I still have a lot of problems with it. Um, okay, so <laughs> you can't right, so, have a conversation of the best comic book movie of all time without the Dark Knights coming up. It is oh, almost like it, it is easily in the top three greatest, and it might even be number one. Over, dude, stop it. Just stop no, it. No. When this movie was like Captain America Civil War, I don't want to hear a peep out of you when it comes to the greatest of all time, dude. Stop it, man. Stop. I, it. I love Civil War. Winter Soldier cooks that I all love day. Winter man. Soldier, too. But, yo, nah, dude, come on. Dude, the, you can't tell Dark me Winter Knight Soldier. Like, there's no movie like The Dark Knight. There's yeah, no there, movie like yeah, there's no movie. This movie's better. <laughs> Get out of here. Dude, oh, we'll I'm just, telling we'll you, bro. It for but, by the day. way, by the way, I was I was on Instagram. I was like just scrolling, dude. Did you know that Avengers Endgame did 1.3 billion the opening weekend? No, I didn't swear to gosh. That. Yeah, it's it was, it was like a, a post that came up. Isn't that, bro? They made back their money in the first weekend. Yo, see. This oh is my why god, need, this is why they gotta improve the roster. They really have to kill it with the roster, and uh, I'm worried. I'm worried. You know, listen, if it's Captain Marvel, Photon, Miss Marvel, uh, you know, and whoever else. Oh, what's the girl's name? Uh, America Chavez. Um, you know, she will not be in the Avengers. I promise. Oh no, nah, she probably will because she not. Uh, Shuri. <laughs> you know that that's gonna yeah, be. Just, yeah, it's gonna be a mid off, bro. Like no one was no no offense, but nobody wants to see Shuri's Black Panther, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I that's why they're calling it Kang Dynasty because no one cares about any of the Avengers. I agree, dude. I agree. Um, yeah, Kang's literally gonna cook everybody and they're gonna be salty. Um, but yeah, bro, like yeah, but we need we need Tony and Steve back, bro. Yeah. Especially <laughs> that Kang. They need to keep him away from the females. Yeah, I agree. I had to. <laughs> oh, dude. That was a bad one.
Okay. All right. So, yeah, man. I mean, so that's how you feel about the Batman casting. I mean, we are with James Gunn. We're just, we, I, I'm cool to wait. Let's live in this Superman era, man, because everything's always about Batman. So let's. I'm, I'm already have some fun with the Superman thing, man. And I want to enjoy this road. Like, like I really enjoyed the road to the Batman. I really enjoyed it. Like, because I was patient. I waited. Every 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 time news came out, I jumped on it. Like, but I. It. That's how yeah. I want to feel. Exactly. That's how I want to feel with Superman. Like. Yeah. I want to see it progress perfectly. Like I we get the super dope trailer, you know. Uh, here's why I don't think that's going to happen. There's two things why, that against it. Number one, there was a lot more going on with DC fandom at the time that was different from now, <clears throat> and I just, I just think that there's too much pressure on James Gunn with like clowns on the internet all day. That you know, it's like he doesn't have the luxury of being patient with news. Like, I don't think this is how he wanted to announce that David Cornsweet and Rachel Brosnan were cast as Superman and Lois Lane. I think he did it because he wanted to be the one to announce it before it got leaked. And I don't think that he's going to have the luxury of waiting while everyone's like pushing him for information. Anyone that's involved that like he doesn't really trust, but has to involve for work reasons, he has to worry about them selling the internet, uh, selling it out on the black market of the internet um, or to scoopers or whatever. And I think that with each development, he's going to have to be like, okay, well, you know what? This is probably going to leak. So I'm just going to go on Twitter and let everyone know. So at least I'm the one that did it. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, leaks, leaks are really, really crazy right now. Like, like this, the news that I'd be getting, bro, I'd be like, hey, yo. It's it's getting kind of crazy, ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, I will say though, I but even with that, even with the Batman, it was hard. It, they they kept it pretty shut. So, um, but with, even with but, but that even was trailers, with, that was trailers. Yeah. Which is but, very even, but 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 even with the casting, like we, we we just knew, and James Gunn didn't even talk about it. So, um, I think the leaks right now are a good thing though for the projects because people people are going to go see it because they know more about it, you know. So. I think that James Gunn can play this whole leak situation into his favor. Um, and I think that it kind of has to be that way because if not, um, too many questions might make people not want to see the movie. It also sucks that the loudest DC fans don't have money to go to the movies. Yeah. Well, no, they got money. They're, they're, they're just stingy and they just, they're just keyboard warriors, man. How it yeah. always is. Shake my head. Okay. Now, Aaron Taylor Johnson is returning as Quicksilver in Deadpool three. This is a rumor. Obviously, we got we, we we're, we're going to be getting uh, a a bad Aaron Taylor movie with Craven. Going to be one of the worst comic book movies of all time. Um, and it was literally going to be nothing. Say so, now, I did hear a rumor that the the Craven movie is going to be doing some connections to Spider Man. I don't know how, but it will be very interesting. Um, but he will be returning as Quicksilver. And the description that I read was basically he's going to get an honorable death in this movie. How how you feel about Aaron Taylor Johnson coming back in Deadpool? I, I think it's an L for fans. I think it's an L for him. Uh, listen, I think that his Aaron Taylor Johnson. Listen, I do think it's a little underrated in Age of Ultron, but I think the fact that it's underrated, he has working against him. No one really cares to see him come in Deadpool three. Um, you know, he is kind of like on 
a bit in, he's on an uprise of at least popularity right now and quite potentially star power you know what is he doing taking cameos as quicksilver years later when he's in the running to beat james bond he's not getting that job bro i don't know i don't know and he is the title character of you know an a-list movie coming out pretty soon I, i just think that like when it comes to Aaron Tyler Johnson, I think that he needs a better agent who looks at strategy over just taking every check coming your way. Yeah, he, it seems like he's getting a little money hungry, but I do think Cavill's the guy. He 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 has to be the guy for that Bond role, bro. Because I I think I I, I think Aaron Taylor's a little too young. Um, let's just answer his question: Who who do we think that they will cast for for Batman? Um, I know for me, Jensen Ackles. I, agree I think that's the guy. Um, you know, I would like, yeah. and, and and I'm glad you asked this. Thanks for coming, in, uh, yeah, Matias. Matias, I ho- hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, but I would also like to talk about, you know, who, who are the other castings? You know, and and I don't have any names off the top of my head, but I, and I'd have to think about it. But I think it's time we'd start thinking about, you know, who, who will play the Bat Family. Who will be Alfred? Who will be Gordon? Will Will we see Bullock? You know, all, all Scott the- Atkins. I can see him as Batman as well. Interesting. I've seen I've seen his name thrown around. I don't know much. Well, about he actually him. Uh, he actually auditioned for the Batman. Okay. And he his uh audition tape was very good. I will send it to you after this episode. Or we we can watch it on here. You let me know. Watch what? We can watch his audition tape right now. I'm down. Let's do it. All right, let me search it up. I was just about to Google him anyway, so. Batman audition. All right, let me see. All right, I'm about to share my screen with you. Share screen. You see it? Yes. All right, tell me if you hear this. Did you hear that? Yeah. All right, I'm about to start over from the beginning. Very inconspicuous. Shall I tell the neighbors you got yourself a new leaf blower? You bought all the neighbors. Speed, his ferocity, his training, 
I see the pattern of belief of the fanatic. I see the League of Shadows resurgent. You said he was excommunicated. How you like that, bro? First of all, that recording I've heard before. I forget what that's from, but I I I know I've heard that. Number one, number two. I actually kind of like it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to put him over the top of Jensen Angles for me, but uh, I, I think <clears throat> pretty good. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah, old. That. That's too old. That's too old. Yeah, it's too old. Um, I do, but I do, but like he is like a kung fu like black belt, whatever. I think he will be really good. Uh, and like if he was younger. Um, but with Batman, the it almost doesn't matter because they're wearing a mask and, and his stunt doubles. Stunt doubles, like well, you know, he does his own stunts though. He's a savage, dude. Who's Jensen? Scott Atkins. I was gonna say I don't think Jensen. I've ever Have seen you seen Scott Atkins? He has his movie uh, called Ninja. You seen that, John? No. It's nuts, bro. He he's oh he was in John Wick. He was in John Wick four. Oh shit! Oh, show that fat guy. That was him. Yeah, he had on a freaking uh bodysuit. Oh, no, dude, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I knew that, that was that Scott Atkins. Damn. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. 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 So I, yeah, I mean, listen, the guy's obviously a great actor. I'd like to see him in a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> but dude, Jensen Ackles is like perfect for this role. Yeah, By the way, I agree. I think. That this the fact that James Gunn went with David Cornsweet and the entire internet is campaigning for Jensen Ackles to play the DCU's Batman. I think there's a good chance it's going to happen. I agree. Why not cast him? Right. Why not cast him? Exactly. How, how old is this guy? Let me see. How, he's because he has to be like what twenty nine. No, I mean Jensen Ackles age. Matthias. He's, uh, just Jensen Ackles is also oh, that's 45. Corn sweat. That's corn sweat. Sorry. Jensen Ackles is also – he is 45 also. Damn. But he don't look it though, man. I mean, look, I, I think you could finesse a a, uh, a a 45-year-old, man. I think you could as long as he looks young. The, but yeah. in 10 years, 55, oh, yeah, he's old, man. Yeah, yeah. it's probably it's, – so it's probably not going to be Ackles if we're, if we're keeping it at 1,000. Right. And the other thing, too, that they're probably not saying right now, because they keep in mind, like, like I said before, you know, they obviously are being very careful with what they tell us. That's like one of the biggest things that they're probably dealing with right now. But the other thing on that note is that because they're only they've only told us that, you know, gods and monsters is a 10 year plan. I I. Don't believe that. I'm sorry, I do believe that James Gunn is in the back of his mind, at the very least, in the back of his <clears> mind, <throat> also thinking about, well, if I'm going to do X, Y, and Z in the first ten years, what am I going to do in the second ten years? And when he's thinking about that, he has to think: if he's 45 now, could could this guy be Batman at 65? You know, they want to cast people that allow them to have flexibility with their plans. And that's the problem with these guys being in their 40s. And it sucks because Chanson Hackles is the perfect, perfect casting. I would argue, from what we've seen, I would argue Chanson Hackles is a more perfect casting than David Cornsweet. And it's kind of unfair to say that because I haven't seen that much from David Cornsweet. 
Um, you know, but but Agle's voice is the character. I mean, there's no other way around it. Right. Um, but 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 they are gonna go. They are gonna go older though, bro, because it's gonna be with Damien. So there's gonna be like a lot of time passed by, which makes me think that they're doing something similar to um the Snyderverse where Superman comes in super young, which I don't. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, you know, yeah. if I was them, yeah. I would have wanted to start with a Dick Grayson, but I. I think the main reason why they're doing that, bro, is is because obviously Pattinson is, you know, and I think they're going to work a Robin into Pattinson's uh, Batman. I'll be I'll be completely honest. Um, I think that's also why they're not going a uh, Dick uh, Grayson there. But I will say this though, bro, I believe that they're going to try to find someone 35, 36, 37, that age. So in ten years he'll be forty-seven, a little older, but I think that's more manageable than a fifty-seven-year-old, you know. Or they could even go. I mean, I think they could even finesse a a a thirty-four-year-old uh Batman and still do a seventeen-year-old Dick or like a nineteen-year-old Dick uh Grayson and a twelve-year-old uh Damien. There's a lot. There's a lot that they can and do there. You by know? the way, you know who no one's talking about that I was thinking about earlier. Who? Because. Damian Wayne is obviously going to be in Batman the Brave and the Bold. That means that Talia Al Ghul, at the very least, is in universe. For those of you who don't know, Talia Al Ghul is Damian Wayne's mother. Damian Wayne being Batman yeah. versus Wayne's son. And, and for the history, love... hold on, hold on. Come on, can, can you tell how? Can you tell the history between her and um Batman? Oh yeah, they uh, they had a relationship, and she drugged him, oh, and yeah, had she, sex with yeah. him, and then that's how Damien. That, that's why he didn't know that Damien existed. She pulled a Cardi B. Um, yeah, she legit yeah. drugged him in. Yeah, and uh, by the way, but you know who I would love to see play Talia Al Ghul? I think she's the perfect casting, and she looks just like her. Who? Gal Gadot. That that wouldn't happen though. I don't think it would happen, but I think it's the perfect choice. She'll be good. She'll kill it. Yeah. Do you know who else would be a good Talia? Who? Charlie's uh, Theron. A little too old, but yes, yes. Oh, she she is great. I, yeah, I'm she she would have killed it. Yeah. 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 Same here. Um, too bad she's playing Clea uh, and Doctor Strange. A waste of a casting, right. but we'll but talk I about think, that for another day. I think it would help because Gal Gadot is Middle Eastern and Talia yeah. is Middle Eastern. I think she's staying though as a Wonder Woman, bro. Supposed to look that because she's still because she's she could, yeah because she's still talking about doing a Wonder Woman projects. Unless if it becomes the Elseworlds, which I don't think. I think Gal can still go, man. She, I mean, she yeah. still looks young. I, she might be the only one that I would say keep. I would keep Momoa too, but. That that's just yeah. me, but right. it seems like James Gunn's going to go for a more traditional Aquaman, and I think that Aquaman Two is going to tarnish uh, Aquaman as a, a character as well. Um, so yeah, okay. So we talked about Aaron Tilla Johnson. So all right. So next thing up on our docket is Shang Chi uh, release date. It's February thirteenth, twenty twenty six. Um, I first off want to start off by saying this is a terrible mistake. Um, because you know, if I am if I am Marvel, right, my way of doing things should be if this movie does good and fans love it and make a lot of money, I'm gonna put this in front of other projects that I have and I'm and I'm going to try to release this as fast as I can. 
You know, the same way Captain America, the, the Winter Soldier was a banger, right? They they hopped on the ball to make Civil War even better. And I think that with Shang-Chi 2, that's the kind of thing that they should have did. Um, this far out of a release date is giving me the, the same vibes as like um, Aquaman 2, right? Aquaman came out, made a billion dollars. Why didn't you rush to make a second one? The second one should have came out two years after, you know? Um, so, yeah, man, I think this is a big L. It's really... It's already been almost two years since uh, Shang-Chi has come out. So to add another, you know, three more years, man, it's this is honestly a terrible they, decision on Marvel's part. They need to be putting Shang-Chi and uh, Sam Wilson front and center. Like, these are your two current stars that are already in-universe that really... I mean, and Spider-Man, but obviously with... Yeah. Uh, but they can make you know, Shang-Chi an actual A-list character. I mean, like, because yeah. Simon Liu is loved by fans, bro. Like, they love that man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of his. I thought uh, Aquafina was amazing. I mean, the movie was amazing. You know, people didn't realize that kind of a banger was coming. And, you know, I, I thought the same thing when I saw this earlier today. 2026? Are you fucking nuts? Like... <laughs> People love that movie. I and agree. You're struggling right now to convince fans that you still have the magic. And you put this like that's why I keep saying they had a lot of things that happened that hurt them that were out of their control, but an equal amount have been in their control and they've mismanaged and made the wrong move after wrong move. And it's just like it, it doesn't end, it, it, and and it you know this news just shows fans that like you know do we still have our faith in Marvel right now? Like it, 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 it I don't know. It, I agree. And I, I agree. I think as I said, bro. I think this is a terrible, terrible decision. Um, because th- I I just don't get why you wouldn't jump on the movie that. That got so much good fan reception, bro. It, it makes no sense. And and I get it, right? You know, Wanda Vision came out and you had all these other projects, but dude, this project should be coming out next year. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know what? Maybe at least we'll get an America Chavez movie. Everyone wants that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what everyone you're talking about. I don't want that crap, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool um, off of that, bro. Um, Oh, by the way, I had one thing I should have texted you that I wanted to add to the docket that I thought was interesting. Yeah, what is it? I wanted to talk about Marvel's marketing on their Unlimited app and, you know, some of the messaging that they're putting out on the Secret Invasion show. Like, so hey, basically, basically, if you're not on the Marvel... Actually, app, actually, actually save that because... Okay. We are going to be doing a whole like different because like this is a two episode, so we're going to be talking about Secret Invasion uh, at the end because I, I know that that's going to be a kind of an extended yeah. uh, thing for us. Okay. Um, so let's just get to the next one. All right, Ben Affleck was spotted on the Deadpool three set, and the rumors is that Ben Affleck is going to be re- is going to be reprising his role as Daredevil in the Deadpool movie. L- let me just say this: Deadpool is going to be the greatest Marvel film of all time to, to date. But with all, all this news. You know, I listen, and I know. Oh, here we go, cameo man. (laughs) No, it's not against the cameos. I love Ben. I'm like one of the only people who like Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Mm -hmm. I love that movie. 
I have the director's cut Blu-ray. I actually have it right, right here. I'm Word. a real fan, okay? Dude, the fact that you had that on hand is, is funny yeah. as heck. Yeah, I know. It's randomly right fucking here. And it's the reason that I still own my PS4. Because my PS4 <laughs> is the only way I can play Blu-rays. Because I... And by the way, you know, everyone who's, like, complaining that Starfield isn't coming out on physical, like, get with the program. Okay? Yeah, dude. We don't buy physical games no Like, more. nobody cares about physical games <laughs> except for a couple people on Twitter. It's, like, ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so here's the deal. I think Deadpool is kind of overrated. You could, you, all right. This is going on TikTok, so you need to explain why right now. <laughs> I just listen. The first movie was great, but like the second one was just like, eh. And, um, you know, I think they should have played up the Deadpool cable relationship a better, a bit better. Um, you know, and like, listen, when you look at the X Men and the mutants as a whole, like the Deadpool, other than the Deadpool movie, I just feel like Deadpool fans aren't really into Deadpool comics. I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't really hear people talk about Deadpool comics a whole bunch. I see a bunch of people Twitter on Twitter with like Deadpool profile pics, but I don't know. Like, and listen, I I don't have like a full detailed answer for you, but I just thought the second movie really fell off. The first one was good. Don't get me wrong. I loved it when it came out, but like, on rewatch, it's not I, – I don't know. It just doesn't have the magic it did the first time I watched it. Dude, you're going to get cooked online for that one, dude. Oh, my Let God. Let them cook. <laughs> dude, they're going to go off on you, dude. You don't talk – bro, Deadpool was such a love character on Marvel, bro. They're going to be pissed, dude. Oh, my Let goodness. You're wilding right now, okay? Let them um, cook. All right, so yeah, let them cook. Uh, this is what I'll say about the whole Deadpool thing, uh, or about the whole Ben Affleck thing. I think that Ben Affleck is it can't come into it is a W. There's gonna be another thing like Tasm, right? Everybody hated Tasm. Now all of a sudden, everybody wants another Andrew Garfield movie when we didn't want it years ago. Am I right? Yep. We didn't want it, but now everybody wants Tasm three and all this venom. I loved Tasm one when it came out. Tasm one was good. Tasm two was eh. I also loved this when it originally came out. Yeah, but a lot of people did it, and it got hated. And now yeah. what's going to happen is Ben Affleck's going to be in Deadpool 3, and everyone's going to love it, like, to death. Um, And so I'm mm-hmm. not shocked at all. This is nothing new. Have you seen the Daredevil director's cut? No, I have not. I'm going to mail you this, but you got to send it back. Nah, I'll buy one. All right. I could buy you, it on I, Amazon. You can't. You can't buy it like digital or anything. You got to get the actual. Or, it, or maybe you can. Let me I don't see, know. Let me I, see. see if I can buy it. Daredevil's director's cut. Daredevil. Yeah, that's why I'm holding on to this. No, it's right here. On digital? Yeah, it's right here. Where? It's on Amazon. Daredevil d- director's cut. It cost $8. Shit. I'm buying that. On Prime Video, it cost oh, $15. I'm about to buy it. Yeah. I'm going to watch that joint tonight. I'm going to watch that when I go to bed tonight. It's been a long time since I watched it. Per. Yeah, we got to we, 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 we go check that out. All right. So, yeah, the consensus line is we don't really care. It's whatever. We all know that. We, we like Ben Affleck as Daredevil. It's dope that they're bringing him back. Super cool. No, okay. Well, so One quick thing. 
I wish yeah, ahead, the one as great as the Netflix show, like I wish that they showed, you know, more like traversal daredevil and his acrobatic stuff outside of combat, like moving around the city. That shit is sick. It's sick in the comics. It was sick in the movie. And maybe, you know, budget-wise, they couldn't do it. I don't know. We might get that in, in – I mean, well, we saw some of that in that She-Hulk episode. So I hope that in uh, Daredevil, Born Again, and, like, in She-Hulk, he was really acrobatic, like, wild acrobatic. So yeah. I hope that in Daredevil, crazy. Born Again, we, we uh, get to see that. Yeah. I, I actually have a lot of faith in that uh, project, I'll be honest. I really love King Pitt. Oh, my God. Yeah, D'Onofrio is one of my favorite actors, man. Uh, he's a yeah. savage. Um, yeah, so yeah, okay, he is, he is. Oh, okay. Man. So we're gonna talk about the MCU movie reschedule. I'm gonna read this off to you guys because it's a really big pushback. All right, Deadpool three is coming out May third, twenty twenty four. Captain America: Brave New World is coming out August twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. The Thunderbolts is coming out December twentieth, twenty twenty four. Blade is coming out February twenty fifth, twenty twenty five. Fantastic Four is coming out May second, two thousand and twenty five. Avengers King Dynasty is coming out May 1st, 2026. Avengers Secret Wars is coming out May 5th, 2027. Comic Cuts and I have talked about this before, so I'm 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 going to give my piece and then he's going to give his piece. We have communicated that pushing everything back is totally fine. And in, in my opinion, if you want to give us the best content, push it back as far as you can. I am willing to wait as long as we get consistent projects. Um, I know that next year we're not going to be getting that many Marvel projects. They're even not going to show up at Comic-Con this year which as i said i'm totally fine with because you know last year they came up promised us a lot obviously you know with the with the wga going on the the, the friday strike which is halting a lot of projects blades got halted daredevil's got, got gotten halted spider-man has been halted so many other projects i also think this is a good thing for kevin feige because now he can it seems like they're taking time to really fine-tune what they're going to do and i think that we're going to be getting an announcement later on this year because Obviously, we're definitely going to be getting a Fantastic Four announcement this year. There has to be because there's been so much much news going on. So I saw, and and I don't know if this is accurate uh, because I forget where I saw it, so I don't want to say if it's not. But uh, the rumor is, or at least people are saying, that we're supposed to get the Fantastic Four cast announcement at Disney D23 event in September. Okay, so that that might be another big, you know, and that would be awesome to see that as well. But I, but you know, I know it sucks right now, guys. But you gotta understand the MCU. Like when you're when you're when you're thinking about this from from a business standpoint, they just had their worst season of all time. Like, and even though their movies made profit, still the fans hate it, and so you know they they have to go back and they have to figure out things as well. Um, so you know I am. Happy that you know the MCU is going back to kind of you know, and you could tell that Feige is really going back to kind of like what his old way of of uh, doing things was. Um, but I do believe that if this doesn't work right, you got to bring back Downey. You pay them whatever they whatever yeah. they need, and you make it happen. If you got to buy him a freaking toupee because he's bald, and, and get yo get Robert Downey back to eating meat because his vegan diet has him looking like he's seventy. Get him back to eating meat again. Put him on a carnivore diet. Bring back Chris Evans. Chris Evans looks great. Pay Scar Joe her, her money. Get them all back. So I also think that the the writer strike is really going to hurt them because we are already seeing delays um, happening. You know, obviously we want Marvel to be on fire again, and I think that this strike is just, you know, 
it looks like it's going to get extended. And because yeah, Agatha just got pushed back to next year. They should get rid of that one altogether. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think Loki's going to be a banger. Um, so I'm happy about that. So, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's some things to look forward to. Um, but yeah, man, we are. I'm so ready for what we're going to see, though, in the uh, in the uh, future. So, yeah, man, that's really uh, all the news we got. Now, we're going to talk about some secret invasion because obviously the first episode, and you know, I got to pull up the new art because the first episode was last week, and obviously today or technically tomorrow, the new episode will be coming out. So, I want to get my, I want, I want us to give our reviews of episode one. Okay, number one, I loved episode one. Um. Number one, the tone of the movie was simply, I mean, the tone of the show was super dark. And I and I love the idea that everyone thinks that Nick Fury has lost it. I love that, that idea. I think it's a very creative way to kind of put Nick Fury in a certain place because we all know that in the past MCU films, we've always seen that Nick Fury has always been a step ahead of everyone else. But now we see that he isn't, that he doesn't have his connection. He doesn't have all this stuff. He's kind of back down to his wit. So I think it's a very interesting um, plot point to put him in this show to start it off. They made him the underdog, and it's crazy to see. You know, he's got a different look. Um, he's like the underdog, but he feels kind of jaded at the same time. And you know, and I, and I know I talk about color grading a lot today, but the truth is, is like it's it's a quick way, you know, to add to the tone of your content and. You know, the color grading for the first time, I think, ever in the MCU was like dark. You know, it wasn't your typical bright, uh, you know, color grading. And, you know, it was a major death at the end. Obviously, spoilers. But if you're watching the show, we're talking about Secret Invasion. It's a week later. You know, obviously, we're going to talk about spoilers. But, you know, I, and uh, it, it's crazy. And I like... That, say who dies. You know, say it. Say it. Say it. What? Say who dies. Oh, Maria Hill. Maria Hill nope. died, which is crazy. I was so excited they brought her back. I always loved her as a character in the comics and, and in you. You know, um, so I think it's really cool. I think that it's cool what the scrolls are working on. Um, and I actually think I'm gonna rewatch the first episode. And because I meant to, and then I just watched the second half and I fell asleep. I fell asleep because I was shot from the day, not because it was boring. I loved it. Um, I think I'm going to watch the first episode and then the second one tomorrow night when it drops. But one thing I want to talk about with you guys tonight is, so if you're not on Marvel Unlimited yet, you should be. It's a fire app. Uh, It's like $8 or something a month where you have access to all Marvel comics pretty much throughout almost like all throughout history, except for anything that's come out in the past couple of months. It takes a couple of months. So, you know, to push people to buy it. So obviously they're, they're in business, but here's the deal. Uh, for a while, they never had any connection to the MCU. Like, you know, if a movie came out, they weren't like marketing it or anything on the app. So like the day Spider-Man No Way Home came out, you would go on the app to read whatever comic you want. And on the homepage, there wasn't like anything like, oh, you know, you could read these comics that kind of inspired the movie or whatever, which like it's kind of weird because if you walk into a comic shop, if there's a big movie coming out like the Batman, you know, they had like a box display case like, hey, these are the eight comics that inspired the Batman. So like 
why didn't they do it on the app? Well, they did with Secret Invasion. I'm going to see if it's still there. But basically what's weird about it is like they're kind of pushing you to read the Secret Invasion storylines, which they're too, and they're great. Don't get me wrong. But my problem with it is that like they told the writers and create of, of Secret Invasion, the MCU, to not read the comic books because the show has nothing to do with the comics. So, like, they're finally doing it, and now I have a problem with it. Um, trying to see if it's there. Hold on. Oh, it's not there anymore, actually. But anyway... Yeah, uh, it is coming up as the number one trending title there. So, and the new one is the second trending title. Both are great. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But hey, at least they're pushing people to you know read the comics that are related to the MCU. I, I think that's cool. And you know, for those of you that don't know, in the comics, uh, you know, both Secret Invasion series are about you know scrolls on Earth that shapeshift and like. You know, Tony Stark could be talking to Steve Rogers and he's really not sure if it's Steve Rogers or if it's a scroll. And they kind of realize that scrolls have been doing this and they've been doing it for a really long time. So now they're questioning a lot of things they've done in the past, things they're planning on doing in the future. It's a really cool story. It's great Marvel lore. Uh, you know, the other thing that, you know, kind of sucks and like I liked Captain Marvel because it had the scrolls in it. That was a big win for me. But like, it was weird to see the scrolls as like not a villain. The scrolls are like a vicious, insidious group of aliens. Um, so that was weird. Uh, but yeah. And, and uh, if there's anything else, uh, you know, what do you think of that, Stevie? No, nah, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Um, I'm I'm happy that the scrolls are finally viewed as like powerful beings because. Captain Marvel introduced them very as like as like weak people, and I didn't like that at all because that's just not you know, just not real. That's not true. That's not who the scrolls right. actually are. So I'm happy that you know they actually like trying to introduce them as real like strong beings, like the way that they were supposed to be introduced. That makes me happy. Um, I also I also love the Gia in this project. Okay, I think Gia yeah. was amazing. Um, amazing. aka uh, Amelia Clark's character. If you don't know, she plays Daenerys in uh Game of Thrones. Um, but I think that she was I think that was like the most perfect casting. And I honestly think that Gia is going to carry this show a lot um, because there's a lot of emotion with the Gia character. And I, I like Talos as well. Like, I think the Talos and Gia the dynamic is going to be a big thing, a big part of, of uh, the, the show. And the also thing is also going to put a lot of place with uh, Nick Fury because there's just something weird going on with Nick Fury and Talos' wife. I don't know what that is, but something about that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, like, was Nick Fury smashing Talos' wife? Like, I don't know. But there's something weird about that that just doesn't sit well in my soul that I need to, you know, that we, we need to kind of see more info about, in my opinion. Um, but other than that, man, as I said, I love this episode. I mean, I don't think that Marie Hill is dead. I think that's Cap. Um, I don't know if, if like she's a scroll, but there's just no way that you kill up a character that like that in the first episode. There's no way. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no way that you do something like that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and a, a lot of people are saying that she's a scroll, but the reality is when a scroll dies, they instantly turn back into their form. And Nick Fury right. was with her for a smooth like 10 seconds before he got pulled away. <gasps> Excuse me. And it would have been fire, though, if she was a scroll. Then the world finally gets to know about the scrolls. That would have been a fire. 
Uh, yeah, that would have been a fire way to introduce me. Yeah, that would have been fire. Where everyone's freaking out. It's alien, you know. But yeah, that would have been dope. But you know, um, it is. It is. That is Maria Hill. She might have died in the moment, but we all saw what happened to freaking um Agent Coulson and what happened. He legit died right there, but came back to life. And I think, and we saw Nick Nick Fury legit get shot in the chest, came back to life. I think I I believe we're going to see the same thing with Maria Hill. There's no way that you can believe that she's actually dead. You know, the one, to play devil's advocate here, I think, like, she's been out of the picture for so long that I kind of could see them bringing her back for the shock value death in episode one. Yeah, I don't think she's dead, bro. I'll be honest. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, that's a really good thing. Okay, so yeah, man. Um, so But yeah, I think that episode two is going to be really fire. I also liked uh, how, like... um how they built up the whole new colony that they basically created where it was like, it's gated and there's guards. Yeah. Um, I thought, and they were all, they were growing like the plants from the old planet. I like all that to me was super cool. Um, and I really liked that. I, so as I say, man, yeah, I don't have a problem with, with this episode at all. I think it's a perfect introduction. Did it feel, did it feel slow either? I was pretty much in, into this episode the whole time. Um, so yeah. So is, okay, uh, yeah, you know more than we could say for every other Disney Plus. Show. All right, don't do that. WandaVision was fire. Yeah. Don't do that. You, um, okay, you so know the pacing was whack and Marvel. No, it was um, not. Um, it was not. No, it was not. It was perfect. Uh, so I did find something while while we were talking. Apparently, there this is a leaked um video from David Corn Sweat auditioning as Superman. I think it's a deep fake. I don't. I, I'm not sure if it's particularly real. But I thought that I should bring it to you guys. And you know, if it's a deep fake, shame on the person who did that because you know this is a huge day for him. And like, if it's not him, you know, you're affecting his like the reception of his casting announcement. And this could be really bad. And then people could be like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe he shouldn't be Superman." So it's actually yep. really not cool. Exactly. But, <laughs> Bro, set Sorry, I, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. That's why you're good. You're good. All right, how do I bring this back up here? Okay, let me pull this up. All right, now watch this, bro. Oh, I don't want this sound. I don't. I don't want want that sound to hear. I'm gonna just play it like like this. Okay. Actually, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just turn the volume. Oh, I, I, I can turn the volume down. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start from the beginning. They said it's a deep fake. Yeah, it looks weird. The, yeah, I, it, I just feel like if it were real, it would look so much better than that. Exactly. Like, well, why, why is his mouth sped up? Now, I think he still looks good in the suit. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, real or not, he looks dope. Put also freaking muscle mass, bro. He doesn't have underwear over pants. Oh, God. Here we go. He'll be salty because it is. I promise you, he's going to have the underwear over the pants. You're going to be pissed about it. And I'm going to be laughing. Um. So, yeah, dude. But, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's really all we got today. Uh. Nothing too crazy. Um. Yeah. Obviously, we've had a big last couple weeks because we had Spider-Verse, then The Flash. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to tell you guys, we are we are starting a new channel called Action Cuts um, with Mission Impossible coming out. That's going to be our first episode where we're going to launch and do a re, uh, do a review on that movie. So um, I'm going to put that in the description so you guys can subscribe to that channel. Um, that's going to be a really fun channel for us because we both 
have an affinity for action films. We love James Bond and we love John Wick and we love um uh Ethan Hunt and Made Mission Impossible. So yeah, so we're hyped to talk about all these projects. Um and we might even do extraction too. We might even do that as well. That's another great one. So uh, and we are unapologetic Fast and the Furious fans. Exactly. So that's that's going to be a really exciting channel for us. Um, yeah. and for the fantasy cuts page, uh, I'm going to be recording about that this Avatar stuff. Uh, last the last Airbender. I'm going to be breaking all that down for you guys. So, you know, our our brand is expanding a little bit. So because we we, we know not everyone's superhero fans, so we want to be able to reach all people. So yeah. thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day. Please do be sure to like subscribe. We ring the notification bell. We are also on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify at Superhero Cuts. If you just want to listen to the audio podcast, that's where you want to go. Yeah, you don't have to just play YouTube. You can find us on the audio as well. So thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Have a wonderful day and peace out.